The things that we have in our heart that we think are impossible are often just milestones waiting to get accomplished if you can push those limits. Listen, everything was impossible until someone did it, so you can either hang around people that tell you it can be done, or hang around people that inspire possibilities. Welcome to the Path to Unlimited, weekly interviews with entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, those that inspire possibilities. And I'm your host, Julian Marion. All right, and welcome to the Path to Unlimited. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Katie Owings. Katie, welcome to the Path to Unlimited. Hello, Julian. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. I'm happy to finally connect, so very, very excited about that. So I'm going to give a quick bio um, you know, about Katie. So Katie's a visionary with a heart of gold. She, um, she's dedicated founder of Impact, the 501c3, and also the owner of Inspiration Performing Arts Center and the fuel behind the mission to inspire you. She's been featuring Dance Informa, Fox 9 News, TED Talk, Star Tribune, Century College, just to name a few, and also uh, Grace Church in Haiti, where with her 501c3, she goes in and really inspires people and change lives through dancing. And by the way, she was just accepted in the Stanford University Social Entrepreneurship Executive Program, where she will be studying alongside 50 of the world's top nonprofit leaders in the next month. Katie, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Well, Katie, is there anything else that, you know, do you like to touch upon? You know, I know you have um, an amazing stories for us, but is there anything else that you would like to share with uh, our audience about you and your business? Uh, no, I think you covered all the bases. Um, I'm a lover of coffee and yoga and I, um, yeah, so those are the other two things that keep me going. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I know you have a, a lot going on, right? With the, with the nonprofit, with the business, and it does require a lot of energy, a lot of focus. Um, so what, do you have like a mantra or, or a quote or something like that that kind of just refocuses you whenever, you know, times get tough? Mm. You know, I, I read my Bible daily. I open up, uh, my Bible every morning and it kind of just gears me for the day. It, it brings me back. It centers me, um, and like I said, time on my yoga mat as well. Uh, I think just really leaning into taking time and carving out time for myself is really important so that I'm able to give in all the different things that I need to give to and really pay attention to. And I think that's such an important thing to remember is like what brings us back to ourselves, our soul, finding peace and whatever that is. Uh, I think that that's just most important so that we're able to do the work that that we're called to do. All right. So that's a good segue. So what is your why? You know, what is the what is the reason you wake up every morning? Like what drives you? Uh, other people, <laughs> really. Um, and just looking outwardly at the world and consistently asking the question, why, you know, why? was I born? Why was I created? What is the work that's still left unfinished? What, uh, what ways can I inspire others? And so I guess other people really are my why and, um, finding out how I can help, um, how my life can be an instrument 
of, of help for others. All right. So I know you have a lot of energy, right? So are you, I'm, I'm curious, are you a early bird, night owl, or an early owl? Which I guess is like a combination of the two. <laughs> ah, uh, I like that. I've never heard that before, Jillian, but I like that. I'm totally going to use that from now on. Uh, I would have to say early owl. I would have to say I, I'm just like a, a wacky early riser. And wacky meaning I wake up every day between 4 and 4.30 a.m. And it doesn't matter what time zone I'm in. Uh, I am able to adapt really easily. I, I'm thankful for that. I'm able to adapt um, to to jet lag really, really quick. And, uh, and um, so anyway, with that said, yeah, early riser for sure. And uh, yeah, starting every day the same. I have a cup of coffee and I'm pretty simple actually. But yes, that's what keeps me going. I'm an early riser. Awesome. So do you have like a, you, you're talking about like your routine. So do you have like a mental checklist that you do daily? I don't know, affirmation, declaration, or Tony Robbins, like, you know, he, he used to have incantations. Do you have anything that you do daily that kind of just refocuses you on, on the task at hand? Yeah, well, I'd have to go back to my, my last response, and that being that uh, starting every day in just that way, finding a quiet time, I think, throughout the day. You know, my, my days are usually filled with a lot of people, a lot of emails, a lot of telephone calls, uh, a lot of planning, a lot of processing, a lot of um, figuring out. And I think that it's really important that that quiet time, um, it's just something I've recently been leaning into. And that's that, uh, you know, a lot of people peg me as an extrovert, but I, I find I'm most refueled or renewed when I have space uh, to be just with myself, um, with my thoughts, whether I'm praying or, uh, I, and I think that's so important. And I, I'm really working to protect that time. More recently, I'd say like the last six months, I, I find myself uh, wanting to create a little bit more white space on my calendar, if that makes sense, or just like, what is it that's going to refuel? Uh, and that's that quiet time whether it's 30 minutes or an hour each morning so yeah I think you know especially with uh you know people with kids and audience you know do have kids you know some of them are small business owners some of them you know have that side hustle but the majority have kids you know and and and, and those are sometimes limitations that that they see right and reasons why they cannot yeah. go in and start that nonprofit that They've been wanting to start for so long or that business or write that book, you know. So I think uh, exactly what you said, being able to have that time for yourself to think, to process information, you know, yeah. uh, is very important. Mm-hmm. Yes. All, all right. So let's segue into um, limitations. What What is mm-hmm. your take, your you know perspective on limitations in life and in business? <laughs> uh you know there there are there are limitations and i think and i think it's important and i think you know there is um as i'm on the path to unlimited right now right but i think that there are limitations i think that we have to you said the word hustle i think we have to work strategically in our minds to move past them and this is why i love this podcast so much but i really I really do. And I think that it takes time and it takes effort. And I think that 
our minds are just amazing things in that we have to we have to consistently move past what are those limitations and what is holding us back you know whether it's relationships or whether it's uh you know um maybe it's healthier eating habits or maybe it's you know getting up a half hour early to to work you know work out or uh yeah choosing the apple over the the chips or whatever it is but I think that um, there are many limitations that come into to our um, to our lives, but we have to keep moving past them. And then also, too, throughout the moving past, I think it's really important to learn, like, like take time and go, all right, so this is is this a, a hindrance to me or is this a process of my life that I need to learn. And I think that the things that we need to learn from most um, sometimes are the limitations that we're placing on ourselves, but we need to learn from them and then move past them. And then in that moving past them, I think it's really important for us to all have awareness. Uh, and I'm, I'm like freaking horrible at this sometimes, to be really honest, but I think it's really important for us to teach other people about like, yeah, that was really hard for me, you know, but it took time. And, and I think that like pay it forward mantra is, is, is awesome. So I don't know, that was a really wide brush strokes, but (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. It's good. I like, I like to let you go. All right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, uh, self-imposed limitations a little bit, right? So I know you have, you have the nonprofit that does amazing things that, you know, take people and, and travel back to Haiti, you know, and such to change lives through dancing and you have the, the dance studio at home. Um, so kind of just like take us there, right? Just tell us a story of a time where you limited yourself in your endeavors, just you. And you're like, man, you know what? That, that's me. Like nobody else did this to me, but me. And what step did you take to kind of get out of it? Oh, wow. All right. We're going deep. We're going, <laughs> we're going deep. We're going, we're going deep uh, you know, um, I, through my journey in my life and like having, you know, I grew up, I grew up in a single parent household, um, below the income, you know, the poverty level. Uh, there were a lot of things throughout my growing up that I think sometimes still kind of come up for me. Like, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling a little insecure about this situation or I'm feeling a little bit, um, guarded about this situation or I don't know really how to navigate this situation. And I think, I think the big thing for me has been just finding a sense of, you know what, this is really good work and it's really rewarding work and, and moving past, I know we just talked on limitations, but moving past the idea of what was and what can be has been like this big learning curve for me more recently of, you know, yeah, I, you know, I got married once and that, and then that didn't work out, but that doesn't have to be my, my identity. Like I'm moving forward and in different directions. So I'd say, but there is a trip up in, in those thoughts, like, oh, this is, this could come back or this fear of, of it happening again, right? Like we all have that. But I think for me, it's really been leaning into, yeah, there's this fear, this 
this cap on my life, but you know what? I like, I'm not there anymore, you know, but then too, I think it's important to learn from that and go, how can I have more empathy for different situations that I'm encountered with? Um, I don't know, again, very broad, but, um, so can you, can you recall a time? Can you recall like a time, a specific time? I know you, you mentioned two, you know, kind of overarching stories, but can you remember like a specific time, something that you would like to share with us? Because I know people, you know, some of the greatest teachers in the world have always, you know, taught through stories, right? Because that's like an easy way sometimes for people to be able to, to put themselves at your place. So can you recall like a time where you, you know, you limited yourself? Yeah. So, uh, I would say actually more recently, um, I was on my way uh, heading to Haiti, actually, with a, um, a group of our impact team and with our partner, Healing Haiti. And um, I didn't, I was hesitant to ask questions out of, out of a place of fear where the questions, had they been answered, would have saved me uh, a little bit. And I think... I think I kind of just stayed in that moment of not asking the right, not the right question, but asking the questions that I needed answers to. Mm -hmm. And um, I was humbled to realize like, whoa, I don't have the answers. And I think that, um, that I had thought like, you know, I had an itinerary, we had the trip itinerary, we had it laid out. Um, but you go and you serve in a developing country and that kind of all falls off by the wayside sometimes because we have to be adaptable and we have to move and we have to figure, figure things out as we go. And I remember sitting there thinking like, wow, I should have really asked a, a couple more questions and then applied the answers. And then I did actually, I, I did. And I, I got the answers I was looking for and, um, I use it as a teachable moment back to the team to go, okay, here's how, here's how we're going to kind of move forward. And here's what I learned throughout this process. And I think that's important. I think it's, I, I was hesitant to ask out of fear of feeling like I didn't know. Mm. And, and then I did and I applied it and I, and I'm, I'm thankful that I did that, you know, and, and, um, I think the team was as well. Awesome. So, you know, I believe like in life, we, we either put limitations on ourselves or allow other people to limit us, you know, whether it's parents, cousins, brothers, sisters, husband, sometimes even, you know, wife, like your people closest to you um, or sometimes your mm-hmm. boss. So give us a time where somebody else limited you or, or tried to limit you, you know, and, <laughs> and kind of like, you know, tell us that story and how, how did you fight it? <laughs> Like that's been happening all my life, you know. Like, <laughs> there's some people in situations that are like, I don't know about this Katie Owings, like, I don't know about her, you know. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, okay, so there was a situation. So, you said stories and, and life processes. So, uh, this was probably oh man, like I'd say six, seven years ago, I was about two or three years into the studio business. And I had a mom come up to me and look at me point blank in the face and said, you know, what you're doing is really cute. And I really hope 
that, you know, it all turns out for you, but the way that you're headed, I don't really think that it will, sweetheart. And. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I looked at her and I just smiled. I didn't, I didn't respond uh, at that moment and I didn't react, but I remember having this sense of, a feeling of, I, I heard what you said, but I don't own what you said. Hmm. And I am going to move past this. Now, that was an arrival. <laughs> I came to that, I would say, afterthought. Because those, when those things come into our you know, peripheral or mm-hmm. right in front of us and smack us in the face, it makes us for a split second or many seconds, and I, I think that that, it was many seconds, makes us <laughs> second guess where we're headed and who we are. And I think the moral of the story is I wouldn't be standing in that space with her, having that conversation with her, if there weren't bigger plans for my life and and if there weren't bigger plans for not even just my life, let's let's be honest, the kids' lives around me and the, the people around me and the, the team that I was working with. And I think that – and it fueled me in almost a way of going, all right, I think you just gave me some more mojo, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I would just – that's – I don't know, encouragement for what it is, but it took me a while. And, and still to this day, you know, it's, I don't know, seven years after, I remember that moment. That's really good. And I think like Darren Hardy talked about that. He said that you have to find your, your fight. You know, you have to find your fight. You have to find either the, the thing that you hate and you're fighting against it. Um, I know a lot of athletes, you know, my background, I'm, you know, I'm a former athlete, so my background is always, you know, is being an athlete. So I have to kind of, you have to find motivation somewhere. And sometimes mm-hmm. that motivation is people telling you what you can or can't do. You know, Kobe Bryant is the is the best at that. You know, mm-hmm. he's at towards the end of his career, but at his prime, that was his thing. You know, Michael Jordan. You know, he'll find he'll find times to get people to say something to him just so that he could use it. <laughs> you know, like just whatever it takes. Just I need I need that fight. You know, um, so I, I, I definitely relate to it. So let's switch gears. So fear, sure. mm. right? We know this is a, a this is a, a big one, the one that, that freezes a lot of people, the one that paralyzes a lot of people. I know, especially with the, you most likely had multiple times, you know, going um, overseas, you know, to to try to, uh, you know, to change lives, starting a business. Um, so take, pick one, you know, the one where you can say, like, you know, I was probably most fearful at that time. Kind of share that story with us and, and, and how did you did you fight it? Uh, okay. So I'm going to be really candid here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mm, fear sucks, period. So that's that, the moral of the story there. But, um, I, I have found, uh, fearfulness, not in, and not in flying overseas and packing up my bags and, and, and uh, working in, you know, developing countries or having to deal with embassies or 
you know, what are the foodborne illnesses that we could get? I, I, I'm not afraid of those things. Uh, one of the fears that I have is actually entrusting my heart with, uh, again, and, and that's more relational and not as much, uh, a business, Mm -hmm. business side, but I would say having to overcome a really, really hard and, and difficult divorce, um, that has been a fear of mine and, um, and I'm leaning into it and I'm moving past it and I'm working through it and finding, um, finding out what that all is. But I think that that was a journey of mine. And I think that, yeah, all of our fears are different, right? But Mm -hmm. no, I mean, business wise, I'm right on board, but I think, you know, the other side is, um, leaning more into moving past the fears relationally with, um, with who, you know, I don't know who, who God has planned to be, to be the one, I guess, if you will. So. Sounds good. So action plan. All right. So let's think of, of someone, right. That, that, um, that let's say you have this conversation with, right. And this person is stuck there. You can, you can see, right. Cause you've seen a lot of people, you know, with traveling, you can start to, to, to see the different patterns and behaviors of people. Um, so let's say you see this person and this person is limiting themselves or allowing somebody else to limit them, right. In achieving all that God wants them to be. So what would you tell this person? Like what action plan would you give them so that it can feel unstuck? Because we know that when we are stuck and we don't make progress, we feel depressed. Right, we feel like you know it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you don't mm-hmm. progress, then you feel like you're stuck. You get depressed, and that's why there's so many people. Although they are, they have money, you know, they they live well, better than most people. They <laughs> yeah. feel depressed, right? So, what would you give them in terms of the action plan to to move beyond that that stage? Uh, okay, so action plan. You know, um, doing the the missions work that we're doing, I would say the first thing would be go to God. Um, And, you know, that's applicable to to some and not the whole world. Right. So like so like it has to be your thing, like go to go to something a little outside of yourself and what that is. Um, The other. That would be my first. So that's my first would be like go to God or, you know, and and. but the second would be go to your heart and get to the guts. Go to your heart and get to the guts. And I think, uh, you know, somewhere in us we have this internal compass of direction. And uh, we know that the fears are what they are. And we know what the limitations are. And But we know that there's something in us that is capable of moving past it. And we know that because like when we do, we feel, you know, good. We feel like, all right, yeah, this is, this is a good thing. Um, I think, uh, you know, my mom says this and I, I love this. And she said this to me my whole life. And she said, she said, Katie, whether we were at the kitchen table or driving in the car or trying to move out of a place that was, um, you know, maybe we were getting uh, evicted or, or we had to, to move somewhere. She would say, honey, just keep doing the next right thing in your life. Keep 
one step in front of the other, in front of the other, in front of the other, and try as your, your hardest, your damnedest to keep doing the next right thing. And that has been a guide. That has been kind of my internal compass, if you will. And that's the message I guess I would send to those who are feeling stuck is, you know, go to your heart, get to the guts. If go to the God is for you, do that. But I, I think step after step after step and try to keep doing the next right thing and love people as you're doing it and forgive people as you're doing it and accept people as you're doing it because this world is hard. It's tough. But, um, I think that's the big, the big thing I would say if somebody was feeling stuck. Awesome. So let's go into some rapid fires. Okay. Uh Rapid fire questions. All right. So what do you think is the one habit of quality that is responsible for your breakthroughs? Uh, being honest with myself. All right. What is an online resource that you use that you believe is responsible for you being unlimited, being able to do what you want to do without feeling stuck? Mm. I would say the mentorship and enterprise within more than just great dancing. That's number one. I would say number two is uh, Tim Ferriss, who I have a shameless crush on. He's the author of Four Hour Workweek. And I just love him. I love how he experimentally life designs his life and I dig him and he's so cute and I'm so single and he's so hot. <laughs> so I do. Uh, those are the two. All right. So Tim <laughs> Ferriss, if you listen to this, um, this interview, um, her email will be in the show notes. All right. <laughs> All right. What about a book? What book would you recommend people, you know, to break through, you know, self-imposed limitations or limitations imposed by others? Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm such a good go-to, but The Alchemist, I know that's kind of a little cliche and we hear it all the time. Uh, it's a book I dig. I think Strengths Finder is good. I think The Prayer of Jabez is good. Uh, yeah. Those the are- Alchemist, love it. Love that book. It's, you yeah. know, it's not so much of a business book, but there's so much behind it in terms mm-hmm. of, of, of teaching. All right. So, Katie, if you were unlimited, without limits could not fail, what would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> Next, oh wow! I would, uh, I would give. I would give like crazy. I would go to the depths of hell on earth, and I would just give. I would just continue to give. I would uh, try to help as many as I could. Um, I would hope that nearby there would be an ocean with sun and sand, uh, very mm-hmm. selfishly so, I would, um, I would just give. Bam. That's what <laughs> I thought you were saying. <laughs> All right. So, so as we're winding down, um, can you give us one parting piece of advice, the best way that people can reach out to you and how we can support you as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think our biggest need right now is just getting more people, uh, to, to want to make an impact with us. Uh, and so the best way to do that would be to go to toimpacttheworld.org, which is our nonprofit organization, which is now globally reaching uh, hundreds and hope to be thousands of children uh, and in, in Haiti and Uganda and coming soon in Southeast Asia as well. Uh, yeah, so that would be the biggest the biggest one. Uh, I also do uh, business coaching on the side as well with To Inspire You. 
and that is to inspire you to the number two.com. And then if you need dance lessons ever in Minnesota, right outside the Twin Cities, uh, Inspiration Performing Arts Center is where it's at. We are a more than just great dancing studio, just like you have, Julian. And um, yeah, we're rocking and rolling there as well. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being our guide on this path to Unlimited. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Julian. Thanks. I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Katie Owings. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast as well as rate and review it. It helps being seen and have this message being shared. Message that in life you either put limitations on yourself or allow others to limit you. And also go to tptunlimited.com. We have uh, something pretty cool right now that whenever you join our newsletter, first you'll be notified whenever we have a new episode going on. But also... Um, you receive uh, our free book, 21 Days to Unlimited, which is our first book. Well, guys, continue to accept compliments from everyone, limitations from no one. Love you guys. Bye.